verses 31 through 37. St. Mark chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. We're going to read this word, amen. Amen. And we ask that you stand once you've located those scriptures, reverencing the word of God together. St. Mark chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. If you have it, say amen. amen. Let's read together. And again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coast of Decapolis. And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they beseech him to put his hand upon him. And he took him aside from the multitude and put his finger into his ears, and he spit and touched his tongue. And the up to heaven he sighed and say, which that is, mm -hmm. and straightway his ears were open, and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spake plain. And he charged them that they should tell no man, but the more he charged them, so much more a great deal they published it, and were beyond measure astonished, saying, that he had done all things well, and maketh both deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Amen. Can you look around somebody and say a private encounter with Jesus? Amen. Look around somebody and say a private encounter with Jesus. Amen. You may have your seat in the presence of our God. This is the time when Jesus comes back. Amen. He leaves, amen, from delivering, amen, a woman that was demon-possessed. He comes back to the Sea of Galilee, and we see that he is at the, uh, at the place where he to do another work of mission, amen. We notice that he, amen, came to heal a man, even though we know in cross-reference in St. Matthew 15, verses 29 through 31, tells us the scenario of what's happening. The Bible says in Matthew's gospel that there were, there were people that were blind, that were sick, amen, that were maimed, amen, those that had problems. God healed all of the multitudes. Can you shout all? Yeah, he, he, he healed all of those who had issues, problems, things that they couldn't fix, uh, God is saying right now in this place, we are the multitude that God is healing in this hour. Yep, this, I'm, now God is healing right now. Yes, he is. Can you look around three people say, God has healed you right now? Mm -hmm. Yes, and he went to a place called the Decapolis, which is the place of 10 cities. There were 10 cities that came together as united as one sharing the same cultures and languages and different things. And the Lord Jesus was presented a man who had two issues. He could not hear and he could not talk well. But God says, I can heal anything and everything. Whatever you need, God can do it. 
I heard someone say, if you have it, God can heal it. Yeah, um, God wants us to know that he can do multiple in all things. Deaf means I can't hear or receive anything through sound. Impediment means a speech disorder that I struggle to speak. I know what I want to say, but it won't come out. But I want you to know that Jesus used the Greek word, ethpatha, which means be opened. The word apatha is one of the Greek words that is a command that says, I command the thing to stop. And I command the thing to arise. In the Hebrew Opened means pethoth, which means to open. So there's two distinctions in the Hebrew, to open, but Jesus used be open. The distinction is that to open requires something for you to do in order for something to happen. If I'm going to open a door, I have to get to the thing to open the door. But in the Hebrew, he said, be open, which is a command without assistance from anything. Okay, y'all didn't catch that. In the Hebrew, it required somebody to do something to get a result. But in the Greek, it was speaking of God command something to happen and it obeyed his command. Do I have some people in here that said, I'd rather command the thing just so that I can get it done versus going to the thing and trying to use myself to get it done? Uh -huh. Look at somebody say, be. Be open. I'm moving on. See, the thing was, it lets us know in verse 35, Jesus took his time and said, I'm going to do the request of what these people saw in this man by separating apart from where everybody else was. Let me say this to you. Sometimes when you get an encounter with God, you won't have to do something different in order to get a result. He was with, this man was with the multitude, but Jesus said, I want a private encounter with you. How many of you had a private encounter with the Lord? Amen. It was good that we worshiped God together. We, we shouted, we prayed, we did all these things. But when I got home, God came and met me and I began to heal, be, be healed, be delivered. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Sometimes God will do greater things while you being alone than you be with the people in public. Okay, y'all ain't going to help me in this. Amen. So, amen. The times when I saw God move is when I was at my house in my bathroom and God spoke a word to me and God said, you speak to yourself. You lay hands on yourself and you be healed. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Sometimes I'm not saying it's nothing wrong going to a church service but when God has a private encounter with you, you begin to see God move in mysterious ways. Do I have some people that God said God had moved in your bathroom. He moved in your basement. He moved in the, okay y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Sometimes God said I want that encounter with you where it's only me and you. Come on, look at three people say, God wants to talk to you alone. Because God said, I got something for you that's bigger than what I can do with the people. One thing I learned about with an encounter with God, I'm not distracted about what people are doing around me. 
My best worship experience is when I have a time with the Lord and I run around in my basement and I say, Lord, I bless you. I'm not disturbing anybody. Sometimes you need to just say, Lord, it's me and you today. Okay, I had a foul day. Amen. Everything didn't go right, but I declare in my spirit, you speak a word to me. You speak a word that's going to change my situation. This is what God was saying. Jesus said, I'm going to put you away privately and do the healing between me and you. See, sometimes, amen, if you want to break through, you got to be in a place where you're alone. Okay, y'all ain't going to say nothing right there. Amen. Sometimes you got to be at the place where you say, God, you do what you do. Amen. See, the thing was, God told me to tell you, he said, real quickly, amen, God told me to give you the context and then quickly try to get you into the revelation. Because in the context, amen, the Bible lets us know he performed a miracle on this man based on the fact that he did something. Now, first of all, God does things how he wants to do them. Amen. He, he, he can do whatever. He's sovereign. The Bible, amen. He's sovereign God, meaning that he could do whatever he wants to do. Amen. If he want to look at you and be healed, you're healed. Amen. If he told you you're healed, go to the washing pool of Siloam and you're healed. But he said, I'm going to put some fingers in your ears. And I'm going to put spit in your tongue. Because there is something that has been blocking you. And I'm going prophetically now. Amen. But sometimes that people, amen, don't know why you're going through what you're going through. But God told me to tell you there have been some blockage where you couldn't hear God and you couldn't tell God. Oh, God, I wish I had some people in here. Amen. The Bible lets us know, amen, that immediately, verse 35, amen, it tells us, and straightway, amen, mean, amen, mean not only straightway, but immediately. Amen. It's the same thing. He said, and immediately. Read, let's, read, let's read 35. And straightway, uh-huh. his ears were opened, mm-hmm. and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spake plain. First of all, Jesus did this to prove to him and not the people what he can do. Because the Bible, if you go into Matthew's gospel, he had already healed them of all things that they was going through. But, but, but this particular, look, look, point to yourself. God said, he said, just point to yourself. He said, God wants an intimacy with you. He said, God said that I selected you To be one to hear God and see God do a work in front of you that everybody can't take. How many of you understand God has to, he selected you to show you his miracle power? Look around three people and say, God's going to show you something. Where nobody going to show it, see it. Amen. God's going to show you. Look around, somebody say you. You. Mm Mm-hmm. God has shown me many times. I went into the bathroom, checked myself, and things had disappeared. All right. Okay, y'all, okay. That's all right. I'm going to talk it anyway. That's all right. That's all right. And God had had spoken to me. He said, you you lay hands on yourself. Yes. 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 And and put your finger where it needs to go. All right. All right. Okay, y'all. All right. Amen. He told me to say, he said, you got power in your hand to speak a thing and decree. And it happened. Look at somebody say, God wants to use your hands. Mm-hmm. 
I'm moving. Now, now the thing is, he, he, he wanted us to understand that, that Jesus did the work. But God said, now, we know he can do it physically. But God told me to tell the people, let's go to revelation of what he's doing through the text. First of all, hearing, to hear, the man needed to hear. Hearing means to listen or pay attention to. Amen. Spiritually, we are in church, but don't listen. To hear is not only to pay attention, but it's to receive information to understand. Uh-huh. See, the reason why you got to hear me prophetically as well as revelation is that God said, and if I'm going to unclog your spiritual ears, you got to be in a private place. I move it. Look at someone say private, 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 private. It's good that God heals in public, but God said, I'm trying to prove you something. When you listen, you give attention to what is being said. To speak means to utter words, which are sounds of your voice. Speaking means communication, conversing, to deliver. This man, we don't know all of his history. We just know that he could not hear. And those of you that understand when people cannot hear and they've never heard, they don't know sound. They can't even hear themselves. And God said that there of us, amen, know the voice, but we've never heard to follow the sound of God. Mm. He says that hearing is inclusive with speaking. You got to hear something and that comes through sound. Amen. If you all turned around, you don't have to do this, but if you turned around behind, amen, and looked at the camera, and I called your name out, you would respond, right? Because why? You heard because of sound. <laughs> but if you turned around and you couldn't see me and I don't say nothing, you couldn't respond. There is something, I'm trying to make you think, that when you have two issues that are, is impairing you, then you have a problem with communication. Now, I'm going to move on. Now, now, the thing about when you've never heard anything and you can't hear it, you can feel. Have you ever heard the vibration of a sound or felt it? I touched on a, a, a bass and I heard the boom, 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 boom. Because I felt the what? Vibration. So if I can't hear nothing, I can feel something. But God said that we must have an encounter with him. The word encounter means basically to come up or to meet with unexpectedly. Ooh, I'm going to touch on this. When I have an encounter with the Lord, that means God is ready to do something when I'm not ready for it. Uh -huh. See, a lot of times we come to church and we say, Lord, do something, do something, do something. And God said, I'm not going to do it until you get home. I'm not going to push it until you go to your job. But he said, I'm going to do something unexpectedly. Oh, God, look at somebody say, get ready for the unexpected. 
Uh-huh. I, I, I want you to just high five them and say, I expect some money coming in Wednesday. I, whatever that day is, I expect me to lift my hands by tonight. I expect, okay, y'all ain't going to say, I expect that I'm not going to go through this sickness. Come on, you got to, okay, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Amen. How many of you come with holy expectancy, God? I don't care what doctor said. Doctor told me one thing this week, but I declare that I'm still healed right now. Okay, y'all ain't going to help. Amen. I have this encounter that says, God, if you don't do nothing, I know you're going to do it for me. I don't know how you're going to do this thing. I do know you're going to do it anyway. Come on, do I have three more people that can agree with me that said no matter what my eyes may see, no matter what my ears hear, I do know that God God is going to do an encounter with me. I know he's going to heal this body. I know he's going to change that boss's mind. Whatever it is, God is going to do the encounter. Come on, look at three people say, let's, let's wait and see what God's doing. Amen. I'd rather shout now instead of waiting till it come to pass. I'd rather praise him now because I know he's going to do it. Can I help somebody in here? The best praise is when you don't know what he's doing, but you're in faith, believe he's already done it. Do I have three people right now that said I'm going to shout even though the doctor is doing what he's doing? I'm going, okay, y'all ain't going to help me this morning. Look around somebody around you and say, I'm going to shout. I'm going to worship. I'm going to open my mouth and wait for God. Hallelujah. <laughs> you got to make space. <laughs> you got to make space so that the devil can't come into the place where God is getting you ready for something that he's going to do. Oh, come on. Look around. Somebody say, let's make some space while we're waiting, while we're in holy expectancy. I'm going to praise God while I'm waiting for the end result. I ain't going to sit up here with my head hung down. I'm not going to sit up here feeling like I've been lost when God said he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Come on. Above all that we could ever ask or think God is able to do it. Look around. Somebody say we got to praise him while we're waiting. Uh, yeah, that's right. Get it down. Get your breakthrough now. Uh, I'm not surprised what God can do. I know he can do it. I know he can take finances and grow it. Come on, look around. Three people say, come on, hold your head up high. Get your smile on your face. Mm. He's able. He can do it. See, the thing was, God said, I need a private time so that you can hear me and not the people. People can make you or break you. But you got to know who Christ is concerning your life. They may say it can't happen, but God said I can do it. Oh, you got to come on. You got to believe that he's able to do it. See, glory to God. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. You got to know for yourself that if nobody agrees with you, God agrees with you. God agrees with you. Everybody can't handle the encounter that you're going through. Okay, that was for three people right there. 
You sitting up here broke, can't walk, can't see, but God said you can handle what I can fix. That's all right. That the multitude was in a distance. And this man was privately with Jesus. God said to me, he, says, he said, talk to them about that there are church people that are spiritually impaired. Spiritually deaf. Spiritually can't speak. That's all right, but God said, I'm going to loose your tongue. I'm going to loose your, come on, I'm going to loose your ears. Yeah, you've been singing things and you said, God, why me? But God said, I'm going to unclog the stop here. And I'm going to make you hear what I told you. And I'm going to make you say what I told you. Oh, who am I speaking to right here? Amen. You know the scripture, but somehow it's not coming out. Woo. I command. He said, be opened. I command you. Be open. Let me real quickly. Second Timothy, let's quickly go there. I, I want you to see this so I can get you some word and I'll get you out of here while that snow is falling. God wants us to know that there are spiritual deafness in the house of God. That's why, that's why we're still stuck in the places that we are because we don't hear. We read, but we don't hear. Let's go to the word. Second Timothy, let's go to chapter 4. Verse number 3 and 4. Glory to God. 2 Timothy 4, 3 and 4. For the time will come. The time will come. When they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not hear the word of God. Come on. But after their own lust. After their own what they want to do. Shall they heap to themselves mm -hmm. teachers having itching ears. Mm-hmm. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and mm -hmm. shall be turned unto fables. That's happening right now. People listening to every little thing sound good. Shouting off with nothing they haven't even read. Speaking damnation to themselves don't even know it. There's a day, amen, that the people of God, amen, if we're not careful, we're going to hear everything that sounds like it's of God, but it's not. It's a spoken curse. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. He said there's going to be a time where the people are not going to hear spiritually that's why God said you're deaf go to uh, Isaiah 6 9 y'all still don't believe me do you believe me come on let's read it let's go to Isaiah glory to God chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 if we're not awakened we're gonna hear nothing Isaiah chapter 6 let's go to verse 9 and 10 okay and he said go and tell this people Hear ye indeed, but understand not. Mm -hmm. And see ye indeed, but perceive not. You got natural instincts, but you cannot hear or you cannot see. Hmm. Keep reading. Make the heart of this people fat mm -hmm. and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes mm -hmm. and hear with their ears mm -hmm. and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. God said, I need the people to know who I am. They got to come off of what they see naturally. All right. But they need to see spiritually. All How right. many of you know that you can look at stuff in the natural and you know it's a lie? It looks like it's the truth. But when you hear God or when you see what God is saying, you already know you see healing versus sickness. 
I'm all right. I'm going to talk to people. Amen. We're in a day and time. We want it. You know, it's about what I see is what I know. But sometimes God said what you see is not always the truth. It's what you hear and through God is what you hear. What you see is what you see through God. You don't have to go there, but Zechariah chapter 7, verse 11. In Zechariah chapter 7, verse 11, he lets us know. He said, but they refused to hearken and pull away from the shoulder and stop their ears that they should not hear. So they wanted to shut off what God was saying, but they did not hear because they refused and rebelled. <laughs> but look at somebody say, God is getting ready to unstop your clog. Mm -hmm. He's going to stop that thing you put in your ear say, I ain't going to hear it because I don't want to do it. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to hear it. But God said, I'm going to unclog. That's all right because I'm talking to you right now. The reason why we're not hearing God because we are, we are always hearing everything of what people say and what our feelings say. But God said, I want you to hear what I said. Look at somebody say, hear God, hear God. Well, how do you hear God? Romans 10, verses 14 through 17. Paul makes this recollection that in order to hear God, you got to know his word. Amen. If you, if that's simple as that, amen, you don't have to go through every prophet in the church to give you, get you a word. You got to hear God's word. His word is a lamp unto our feet. Come on. It's his word. Romans, let's go there. Chapter 10, verse 14 through 17. How then shall they call on him mm -hmm. in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who have believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Come on now. How to come out of something, you got to hear God's word. Amen. The word is right there. All you got to do is read it, and then God is going to do what he's going to do. Amen. You got to hear the word in order to know the word. All right. Amen. But he said, you got to listen to what the Lord is saying in order to manifest what needs to happen for you. I want you to look around one more person and say, God wants you to talk to him through his word. Amen. If you don't know nothing else, tell God through his word. You said God. All right. Whatever that word is, you say. Pray that prayer back to him. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. The best way to kill the devil is pray the word of God back to God. The best way to overcome the enemy is pray the word. Lord, you said that you told me that I have power, amen, to tread up on serpents. And anything that I drink, it won't harm me. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. You got to look at three people and say, speak the word. Pray the word. Praise the word. Come on here. It's no excuse. Real quickly, second thing we need to do is that we have spiritual speech impairments. We know what to say, but we're not saying it because we don't believe it. Mm. You cannot expect God to move. The Bible lets us know that whatever so what things that we sow, there shall we also reap. Mm. 
The thing about when we speak things, they first of all, they're powerful. All right. Words have power. Words can trample and do things and make things. Okay, y'all don't want to hear this. Amen. Amen. The, the Lord lets us know that we in spiritual, in our, in our way of looking at life, sometimes we're not speaking the word of God. See, the spiritual impairment says that I'm speaking damnation to my own self, not believing what I see my in God. the word of God. Mm. Say that again. Okay, I will. <laughs> Spiritual speech impairment means that I'm speaking damnation to my own self. If you keep saying I won't do it, you ain't going to get it. If you, can't, if you keep saying I'm going to fail, you will fail. If you can't, come on, y'all ain't going to say nothing. Amen. The thing that I speak, you're going to eat the fruit. What does Proverbs 18 tell us? 18 verse 20 and 21. Proverbs tells us. We eat what we have sown mm -hmm. out of our mouth. Mm -hmm. In Proverbs 18, let's go real quickly. Verse 21. 18, 20, 20, and 21. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. He said what? A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. He said that you will be satisfied regardless if it's good or bad because you chose whatever it was that you said. Mm-hmm. Come on, keep on reading. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Mm -hmm. Verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Come on, that means if you love that you're going to be sick, you're going to keep saying I ain't going to get, you up here wanting a check from the government. Oh, God. You keep loving what you want. Amen. You keep saying that I can't do it, so you're going to try to apply for whatever. Come on here. Come on. Living off of whatever. Yeah. What's it called? Disability. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what you say is what you have. All right. I know what I'm talking about. Yes, you do. I had to get to the point. I said, Lord, I want you to, I want you to do uh, many things this year for my life. And I had to keep speaking it and speaking it until I received it. Because yes. I'm not looking at what I see in the natural. All right. He said, but out of your mouth, you will eat the fruit of it. Keep on. You will have, he said, death and life are the power of the tongue. Yes. Now understand that your mouth is spiritually dumb if you keep doing it. All right. When I say dumb, I'm not talking about crazy. Y'all think right. I'm talking, dumb means crazy. No. Dumb in the Bible means that you can't speak. All right. All right. You can be spiritually dumb. All right. Where you can't say nothing of God, what God said. Every time the enemy comes, you ought to start saying what the word of God said. But we like, oh, I ain't going to. No. This is what, see, in, in, in St. Matthew's gospel, you can just jot it down. I know we're time. They've been trying to get us out of here. <laughs> but in St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 15, verse 11, mm -hmm. this is when Jesus was talking to the scribes and the Pharisees. Yes. And he made this profound statement. Mm -hmm. And he said, it's not that what goes into the mouth that defileth a man. Keep reading if you got it. But that which cometh out of the mouth, uh -oh. this defileth a man. So it's not what goes in you, it's what you're saying out of your mouth. Yes. I can have the lousiest day in the world, but I still speak out, God, this is a joyful day. All right. I will rejoice. Come hey, on. Hey, hey. 
I will be glad in it. Defiling means that I'm unclean. I'm prof- professing to people I'm unclean. Defiled means I'm unclean. When I speak things, I'm speaking unclean like that if I'm speaking defiled. How many of you understand that when you keep saying, I'm not going to get it, you're speaking, you're speaking uh, defiling. All right. You're speaking mess on your life. Yes. Okay, y'all ain't going to say, I said I'm going to get on this weight scale and we're going to see some differences. All right. Y'all. <laughs> All right. I'm going to the bank and I'm going to see big, big greatness of whatever. Y'all ain't going to say right. nothing to me. Right. Amen. I'm not looking at what I see right here. I'm looking at what I say out of my mouth. Look at somebody say, wash your mouth. Wash your mouth. And speak what God said. Speak what God said. Everybody. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm not, I'm not, see, cussing, and, you know, that's one thing. But when you speak against the word of God, that's even worse than cussing. All right. Okay, y'all got quiet on that All one. Right. God knows, you know, what comes out of our mouths. But when you speak against God's word, what you say? What you say? by saying against what he said, you're already speaking damnation to yourself. Oh, look around. Somebody say, please watch your mouth. Let me say it this way. Proverbs 21, 23. Real quick. I'm trying to get us out of here. All right. I, w- I got to give you this word. Is all right. it all right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Proverbs says in, in chapter 21, verse 23. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Let me translate. A person who is careful about what he says keeps himself out of trouble. <laughs> all right. I'm careful what I say comes, that comes out of my mouth. All right. When I get emotional, I ask the Lord, Lord, let me not say it out of my mouth. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on. Amen. I want to say it, but the Holy Spirit will say, shush up, shush, shush. All right. All right. Shut up. All right. And then change the atmosphere and say, I'm going to speak the word. I'm going to say it. Yes. I wanted to say this, hey, but I knew it was going to get me in trouble, so I might as well, no, no. Come on, God, the Holy Spirit is intelligent now. Yes, he is. The Holy Spirit will tell you, shut up. But it's the, the question is, are you going to obey what God said? What did he tell you? Okay, y'all, <laughs> y'all ain't going. Are you going to obey what God says? But he said, you got to shut your mouth. I'm moving on. Look at somebody say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Mm-hmm. Let me take it a deep step. Hey, Amen. Look, look at somebody say, watch your emotions. Watch your emotions. My God. Mm. <laughs> Your emotions can play dry. Oh, come on. Your emotions, your emotions can mess you up. Yes, it will. But until you say to yourself, uh-uh, my mouth is a powerful weapon. How many, look, look, lay hands on your mouth and speak to that mouth and say, Lord, Lord make my mouth, make my mouth say, what you say. say what you say. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then ask the Lord, Lord, Lord when I want to go off. Help me to say shut up. Help me to say shut up. Mm-hmm. Don't let it come out your mouth. Don't let it flip through your lips. <laughs> Don't you do it. See, now I'm going to close this out real quickly. I'm, see, see the, the people went to this, the, the man, the man, whoever that was there with this man, they said they took him to Jesus real quickly. Mm-hmm. Say, you do the work. Heal him. Glory to God. One thing I'm going to say this to you. You need people that's going to help you get to Jesus. Yes. Real quickly. You need people that's going to help you get to Jesus. 
How many of you got, you knew God, used somebody, your mama, your cousin, to get you to Jesus? Amen. Amen. A true friend will tell you you were fouled today. All right. Mm -hmm. They will tell you was wrong for saying it. Yes. A true friend. Yes. A true friend will tell you, amen, I need you to go to a counselor. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. A true friend will not throw shade on you. I know that's a new term now. Amen. In other words, they're not going to embarrass you or put you down. All right. They're going to find a way to get to the place where you need to grow at. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Amen. A true friend, a true friend will not talk behind your back and say, oops, they did it again. No, here they go again. Oh, they messed up again. Come on. But a true friend, this is what, what they did. They went to him and say, here's the guy that needs a deliverance. Yes. And when you really know they really truly love you, they won't even tell, they won't even tell everybody what happened. They don't even want to be in the presence with Jesus. They already knew that Jesus was already there to get to them. <laughs> All right. Come on. Let's go to verse 35, real, 35 in our scripture text, St. Mark 7, 35. And, and straightway his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosed. And he spake again. He spake plain. And the Bible lets us know. Apparently he was able to talk before, but there was a problem in between. Because right. the Bible said he spoke plainly. Yeah. Because right. if you heard words in your life, you automatically know how to speak. All right. All oh, right. I'm going to leave right. it alone. That's right. Amen. And the Greek for, um, the Greek word for open or to be loosed, I should say, Amen means Desmond, which means that every shackle or impediment or disability mm-hmm. is destroyed. <laughs> Desmond, <laughs> meaning uh, bondage or impediment. But God said, I'm going to take your tongue and I'm going to free it from its prison. Glory. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to take your tongue and I'm going to take it out of the imprisonment. See, the thing why he couldn't say it because he couldn't get the words out. How many of you have been in a place where you couldn't get what you wanted to say out your mouth? So God said, I'm going to make sure that the thing that was impairing you will be loose because some of you right now, the only thing that's holding you back, you didn't say what God said. Because of your unbelief, and that's why you never said it. My God. I'm getting us out of here. But you got to speak because impairment is not just the physical ailment, but it's your how you think. Jesus. Moving on. Tell somebody your mouth is coming out of prison. Your mouth is coming out of prison. Keep on moving. But God said that I'm going to loose. What has caused hindrance? And God said, I'm going to stop that thing that has blocked you from seeing it, from hearing it, and from saying it. I'm looking at three people right now. The only reason why you're stuck because you didn't believe. But God said, get the word and speak it out loud. Get that word and speak out loud. It means that I have what I say based on the word of God. But the Bible lets us know that he, now Jesus told them, uh, the people that was around him, don't tell them what I did for this man. Right, right. But they went and disobeyed and did what they wanted to do because they was excited. Mm-hmm. 
Let me tell you something. Amen. Jesus at that time was saying, look, I don't want you to go out and tell them because I didn't want to release who I was at that time. Right. Because, I, you know, I, I was here to put an assignment to do the works of miracles. Mm -hmm. But I, my time wasn't come to tell the people who I really was. Right, right. But God told me to tell you it's time to get up and look at yourself and say to yourself that I am healed. And God said, I'm putting my spiritual fingers in your ears so that you can hear what God is saying to you. Can you just put your fingers in your ear? That's all right. You wash your hands if it's sticky. Amen. And say, Lord, I thank you that you're unstopping the thing that I couldn't hear you. Look at somebody say, we're going to hear God this week. Oh, come on, look at somebody saying, we're going to hear what God is saying to ourselves. I want you to graduate with somebody saying, we're going to hear it this week. We're going to see it. How many of you want to hear God to give you an answer? I should run around this church. There's some things I said, God, show me, tell me. Show me and tell me. But God said, if you just open up yourself, let's stand right now. Amen. I'm going to open your ear, your spiritual ears, so that you can see and hear what I have to say to you. Yes. Not only that, I'm going to be here for you to speak. Look at somebody say, we're going to speak some things today. Amen. We're going to speak some future stuff today. I want you to grab somebody by the hand right now. If you didn't get nothing else, God is exposing you to him. He wants you to know that he wants an encounter with you this week. And I want you to start praying right now for somebody next to you that may be struggling in their speak, speaking to the Lord. They have a trouble hearing what God is saying to them. Come on, we're going to speak. Father, we thank you. We magnify your name this day. God, we thank you, oh God, that you gave us the power to speak things and call things forth. God, we speak right now to every person under the sound of my voice. God, I ask that you open up, oh God, the ear gate. That they can hear what you're saying through your word right now. In the name of Jesus, we cancel worry. We cancel struggle. We cancel, oh God, frustration. Oh, but we know and hear your voice, God. And therefore, we obey you, oh God. And Lord, we thank you that how you demonstrated with this man. How you even took your time and just said, I need to minister to you out of the millions of people. And to let me, oh God, to let them know that God, you're still a healer. Prove to us one more time that you're a healer. Prove to us one more time that you can open up doors prove us to us to one more time that you can do some things oh god supernaturally god and we say thank you today we thank you oh god for opening our eyes thank you oh god for opening up our mouths that we can speak to things and things come alive god we thank you we thank you lord we thank you for this magnifying thing that we're seeing you do god and god we thank you right now that this week we shall speak miracles this week we shall see healing, oh God. This week we shall pronounce that all is well. And we thank you, oh God, that we're hearers and not just doers, oh God. But, but God, help us to be both, oh God. Help us, oh God. And we give you praise, oh God, that we're working toward a progression to see us do well in you. And we give you praise, honor, and the glory that everything that we have spoken, God, that was not of you, God, we erase it right now. Oh, God, somebody has spoke damnation to their own life. We cancel right now in the name of Jesus. Clear the pathway that we speak the right things, oh, God. 
And we give you praise for this victory in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe it right now, just shout hallelujah and amen. Amen. Can you put your hands together one more time and say, Lord, I thank you that you opened my eyes, that you opened my ears. Real quickly, thank you, Lord, as we're praying in the Holy Ghost. Right now, somebody needs Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The Bible says that if you just confess with your mouth, believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, we're believing that Jesus Christ came, that he died according to the scriptures. And on the third day, he rose with power to save us from sin and from hell. Right now, if it's you, just come on, slide out. We just want to believe God with you. If you're here right now and you need Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, let's believe God. Just slide out and we're just going to believe God with you. God is a Savior today. Oh, yes, he's a Savior. Thank you, Lord. If you're already here and you're already saved, but you need a place to worship, the doors of this church is open to you. Come and let God bless you is our prayer. You're in between churches. You're not in fellowship. I want you to come. Amen. But if you're thinking this is not it, we'll send you where you need to go. We just want you to be in right standing with God. Wherever you are, just come on out. God is here right now. Thank you, Lord. If you're already here and you're already saved, but you fell away from the Lord, but God wants to restore you. If you're here right now, come on. We'll pray with you. We believe God with you. Thank you, Jesus. If you love the Lord and you know you're saved, I want you to just give God the best praise that you have. Come on, give him the glory. Thank him that he saved you. He spared you. Thank you, Lord. Monty. Monty is here. Amen. We thank God he came back. Amen. Praise the Lord. You're here to be restored, right? Amen. Stretch your hands this way to this man. Repeat what I say. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this day. Father, Forgive me. Forgive all for all the sins I've done. Lord, I ask you to forgive me and restore everything. God will be pleasing in your eyesight. Thank you for the new Monty. Thank you for the new Monty. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For giving me another chance. For giving me another chance. For getting around with you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father. Amen. Let's praise God. Would you just right here? Praise God. Let's thank God. Amen. We just want to let you know, welcome back to the family of God. Let God come and bless you and use you. Amen. And when the enemy tells you no, keep running to the house of God. Amen. We thank God for you. Let's praise God for Brother Monty. going to have one of the ministers to talk to you about the Lord. Amen. If you need prayer, we'll go right there. Amen. Just follow them. Let's praise God for Brother Monty right now. Let's thank God for him. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you today. Aren't you excited about Jesus? Do you love him? I said, do you really love the Lord? Amen. Amen. We thank God for Jesus today. Praying that you receive something that it may bless you throughout the week. Amen. Amen. We're going to stay.